that's the thing about videos is it's getting better so fast. The juggernaut model just came out two, three weeks ago. It's already an option in neural frames. And you can now like do things you couldn't do two weeks ago. But like, for example, now you can get a helicopter and have it like stay a helicopter while it's flying through the city and the city stays a city. It's so amazing that even two weeks ago, if you wanted a helicopter flying through the city, like you couldn't do it. Now you can't. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Imagine AI podcast. I have with me today two very special guests, Tony Rose and Laura Brugioni who I'm very excited to announce a partnership with our Imagine AI conference today. But first, thank you, Tony and Laura, for coming on the podcast. It's great to be here, Chris. I want to get a little bit of background into stories of how you guys got into AI. Tony, can we start with you? When I was in college, I studied computer science at Berkeley. I had work study hours to use. And one of my classes was something about the phenomenology of consciousness or something. And it was like biology and computer science, cognitive science. I ended up getting a work study job with Dr. Walter Freeman, who was building really early neural network models, biologically modeled in computer code. I could make the argument I've been in AI since like 1997, but that's not really true. What I've been doing with my career over the past 20 years or so is writing the emerging tech waves that have come, starting with the internet boom. It's when I graduated college. You know, from there through mobile, social, app stores, I was involved with the architecture and deployment of Apple Pay. Spent the last six years doing a lot of deep work in decentralized identity and blockchain infrastructure. I think like a lot of people, I discovered this generation of the tech with ChatGPT launching, playing around with that about a year ago now. As you do with emerging tech, you start going down the rabbit hole, playing around with the new things that's coming out and finding ways to push it, test it, uh, see what you can do with it, which has sort of led us to music videos made with AI. You know, that was really the turning point with this project was seeing that it was actually possible for a person to make a music video in a day or a couple of hours. It just seemed like something magic was happening. That's insane. Yeah. Music videos that, you know, used to take months and millions of dollars, you know, if I don't depending on the production scale, but certainly not done in in a day. Laura, how about you? How what was your AI moment and what did you do before you discovered AI? My career is mostly in finance, specifically in a community college setting. I've been with our district for over 20 years, running auxiliary services on our campus. My background is more in finance and customer service, customer facing. My introduction to this new tech world and, you know, Web3 and AI has been since I've met Tony. So it's been about three years. And it's just been an exciting ride learning about all this technology and how I can use it with my experience, like how I can translate all this technology and help me with what I'm doing. But my aha moment was when we started with Daojin, creating characters for what was going to be like a storytelling adventure using AI and these AI images. When I was able to create an image that looked and had the emotion of the person I was creating it for, it kind of clicked. I'm like, this is amazing. Like we can do so much with this technology. And it just kind of morphed into music videos and our show, the AI music video show. We were experimenting with ChatGPT 
And then I was like, well, how can we push this really hard? Well, let's try to make a dungeon master. The chat session can start to keep track of like characters and a plot, like the goals they have, the equipment they've gathered. Then so she was actually building the character images. And I was using ChatGPT to build like the backstories and the plot lines. And she was building all these libraries of images for these characters. And we actually have like we have about 15 characters we've made. Well, at first it was, can we just get consistent images of these characters? And that was super, super hard. So we're kind of like stuck on this idea. And then we saw the video. We're like, oh my gosh, like the next cool thing to do with our characters is going to be, be something with video. We started looking at that, but it's the same challenges with consistent characters, even more so in video. Again, like she said, like the music video sort of hit and we're like, ah, like this is going to be fun. Like while we sort of while everything else is still advancing and evolving. That's really interesting. I, I do want to touch back on that that problem of like not being able to get that that consistent like character in your in your videos and your like reproductions and your in your prompts. First, I, I noticed that you guys like, are you on a boat right now? Where? <laughs> <laughs> we are. Laura, I was in the same boat as you where like this whole tech AI scene, the Silicon Valley, what's going on there? I didn't really pay attention other than, you know, some news stories and whatever. But it was really my friend who got me into Twitter and just that instant access to like what all these people are building and what the debates are. And I really got hooked on it. It was the All In podcast that gave me this inside perspective into what's going on in venture capital, which I didn't really understand well beforehand. And then just how these like high flying, successful entrepreneurs in tech uh, view the world and view all these problems. That's when I got into video creation, cutting up their podcast into small clips. It's last year with AI coming out. And you just think about all the ways that AI can help what you're already doing and help you produce more and any bottlenecks you get into, like ChatGPT is the perfect assistant to just talk with and kind of work out the bottlenecks. It's a super exciting time and I can see why you got <laughs> got the hook into AI music. Maybe we can talk about, you know, what you're currently working on now with the, the AI music showcase that you do every Friday, is it? And what you're kind of currently building in the AI music and video community? The AI music video show is a weekly live watch party. It's every Friday at 6 p.m. Pacific time. You can share your music video with us through the website, musicvideoshow.ai. What we do is all of the videos that are shared in that week we stream them to a watch party in a Discord room. So the Discord room, you can find it from a website. So people come to the Discord, the artists or the community, whoever wants to really is kind of, it's, it's a Twitter space style vibe. But with Discord, we can do the watch party. I, as the resident DJ under my AI character name, DJ Squirkle, will play the videos when Laura in her persona, Luna Vega, is the hostess. We'll take all the videos. We'll come up with a lineup. There's a lot of processing that goes on with the files to get them in the right format so that after we watch each of the videos, whoever's in the watch party can then sort of talk about them. For example, the last few weeks, we've had this fetish with blinking eyes <laughs> because getting blinking eyes with video generation is, it's not very common. It's hard to do. So we'll find them and I'll be able to, because we've transformed the video into the good formats. I can really easily scroll around the video and kind of get into like some of the techniques, tips and tricks. So that's a live show. It's every Friday. And then Luna Vega has taken it 
a second, and then a third step. After we do our live show, I take the videos that were submitted and create highlight reels that we release on Sunday night. So I kind of curate our videos to have a kind of nice flow through it. We've created bumpers to give it that channel watching vibe that you're actually watching a show like MTV when it used to be music and videos. You'd have a lineup of highlighting artists or genres. That's what I try to do on Sundays with our highlight reels is take what was submitted throughout the week and put it in a, in a way that's entertaining, that people can sit back and watch it and enjoy it. So we've had 12 shows. And from all 12 shows, we've take, I've taken those videos and created a 24-hour stream, which has all the videos that have been submitted, we've kind of curated it to have a flow with it that you can sit back and or have it on at work and have music playing. I try to keep same genres or artists. If they have a, a story to tell with their videos, I try to put them together to tell that complete story. And as they add to it, I add to those reels. So it has a nice flow. I, I'm I, yeah. <laughs> I, I have a harder time explaining it because I, I like, it's a passion for me. Like, it's hard for me to put it into words. It's kind of fun. Um, so when DJ Squirkle, when Tony uh, explains it, he put, he gives you more of the technical stuff where I have more of a emotional bond with what I'm creating. It's often hard to explain the, the creative process and, but that sounds really cool. I want to pick your brain because. You know, kind of finding out what the show wants to be. On week 12, we're, we're, we're realizing that the highlight reels are definitely part of what the show wants to be. Yeah. Because 10 to 20 individual music videos, watching them in a live show format is great, but it's not something that someone who just likes music and videos is going to watch. Mm -hmm. right? So the highlight reels have sort of evolved. And this was all Luna Vegas and her brother's. I didn't even know what a bumper was two months ago. <laughs> it's like the little thing that you put in between the videos, but you can use it for humor. There's a lot you can do with the 30 minute, you know, sit back and watch piece of art mm -hmm. really because it's a different medium altogether versus the short clip you're trying to get likes and follows on. With Imagine AI Podcast, this is a podcast that we're talking with AI creators, builders, entrepreneurs in the space. It goes alongside with our in-person real event that's happening at the Fontainebleau Hotel in Las Vegas at the convention center there. And it's this brand new hotel that's just been opened up to the public. It's March 27th to the 28th in Las Vegas this year. We've already got a great lineup of speakers. Spots are filling up fast, so go to imagineai.live to look into more details and get your tickets yourself. But we're very excited to collaborate and partner with Tony and Laura. And we're really excited to partner with the AI Music Video Show because you guys are going to lead and launch our Friday video showcase in Las Vegas be an added follow on day to our conference. I think it's perfect because it brings in all these AI videos is such a important part of the scene and that's great content. With our conference, we have a lot of speakers. I'm a content person. So I'm really glad to be collaborating with you guys because that's going to be a really cool event to showcase top AI music videos. Could you speak to what the Friday event will be like? Absolutely. So Chris, when we saw the dates for the event, we had already been wondering when can we do some kind of in real life thing because there's so many amazing creators and so much energy coming out of the AI video 
creator community, whether it's music videos or shorts or anime. When I saw your date was 27th, 28th, and there was a Friday right after, it was like a marriage made in heaven. So we started planning immediately, tentatively titled the AI Music and Film Festival. It will take place on that Friday, March 29th. The venue, we're pretty sure we have secured. We're double checking a few locations. We want to make sure it's convenient and also world class. So the theater, we've done something similar like this. It's called the Art House Theater. They have beautiful reclining seats. They'll bring you food and drinks. There's plenty of room for the DJ to be down there. We can actually get more than one theater if we have more content and more people want to get involved. So this really is meant to be something for the community to come and showcase. We want to just help facilitate making this happen. Because it is on a Friday, we'll probably do the show from one of the theaters. Um, or some abbreviated yeah. sort of version of it. There might be a contest. Um, there's a lot of details coming. So I think one of the things that we talked about was putting out an open invitation for people to submit their AI music videos and be showcased in this event and then have some sort of judging mechanism to award top three videos. There is a partner. We'll likely be able to announce that partner next week <clears throat> that's got a whole platform and experience running these kinds of community collaborative processes. Oh, cool. um, mm -hmm. We're now on week 12, so we're getting pretty good at running a live broadcast, <laughs> but running a whole contest, um, bringing the community and making sure it's fair and operated very professionally, uh, that would be the bar we set for ourselves. So we're excited about this partner. We're just uh, buttoning up some of the details, so stay tuned. We're very excited to have three-day event you know, to have that wind down especially for all the people involved i i'm just looking forward to having something a little bit more relaxing and uh, not as stressful to uh, enjoy the the day after the speakers and the the conference finishes up tony is there a way that you can show some of your favorite ai music videos that you you've come across there is but picking a favorite so there's one the one that really pops to mind is biden he goes by gummy lsd on twitter and what distinguishes his approach is his work is all AI generated. So the song, the melody, the lyrics, the video, but he composes these in such a beautiful way. And this one I have in mind, it's called In the Canvas. He's doing this album where each song is exploring a different theme from the perspective of the AI. So this one in particular is as if the AI were an artist and it's sort of fighting with itself over whether it's art or whether it's theft. I think it really sort of hits the moment and is also in and of itself uh, just a beautiful creation. Yeah, that's amazing. Are there other AI music creators that you want to showcase? Well, I would say the, the godfather of the AI music video scene is Ben Nash. I saw him, he was like day six. Somehow I came across this on Twitter. He's like, day six of my music video of the day challenge. He said, I'm going to make a new music video every day. And so I saw the next one and, and it literally my brain exploded. He was the first person to really show that this was possible. It was at a level that was truly impressive. He's really been pushing what's possible. And then there's lots. We have like Saint is doing science fiction. He's got this series called White, where he's already got a couple episodes that are out. Dr. Otaku, he's a pianist and a classical composer, putting these music videos to his piano compositions. They're just, they're just incredible. It gives a piano composition an entirely new life. When was the last time you decided to like play a song of piano? Never, probably, right? 
You get, we kind of touched on the hesitancy to use AI by some artists. And I like, you know, the pianist, that's his original composition, and he's actually stri striking the, the keys and everything, but then he's using AI to make a music video of, of his work, inspired by his work. For one, that's incredibly cool that we can say that as humans, <laughs> that this mm -hmm. is possible now. And then, you know, it saves so much time. Sure, he could collaborate with a team of human artists to create some music video, but that would take weeks, you know, months. And how would you ever get a grand piano in the bottom of the ocean <laughs> with him playing it and the fish swimming around? Can you think of any other examples like that of artists using AI to make cool videos? Salabi is another one that is really deeply meaningful to us. The first videos to come in through our web form so we have no idea how they heard about us. We had just started. It was like week three or four. They submitted two videos that now they submitted three, but they're touching on the conflict in Palestine from mm -hmm. the perspective of the Palestinian perspective. It's hitting it so hard, so deep, like the way that they're sort of almost reaching out to the world through us. Is it a series? They're songs. So Salabi is a singer. And so these are these are songs that have a video uh, component through our doing the show and the podcast. Uh, he had reached out to get more awareness of the project he's working on with a short film about the conflict. And so I found out that he didn't have music. And so we made an introduction. Mm -hmm. This may be one of the projects that we're able to sort of help move forward and, and do a, a premiere at the festival uh, in, in March you know, kind of the magic of the internet and community and bringing people together. But Salabi and what she's doing and the voice that, that they're expressing, I think is another one of those that's really powerful. Sort of showcases that this new medium, these new tools are going to unlock voices that have been needed to, to be unlocked and heard. Yeah, it's really important work to shine light on conflicts happening around the world and, and bring more awareness to it in you know a creative way and Amplifying people's voice is, you know, is really an important factor of AI, I, I feel. What are some of the AI tools that you use day to day? Like what are the top ones that you find are the most important and other people should use? The tools that we're using to create the highlight reels and our channel have been Neural Frames, Runway, Eleven Labs, and then CapCut. What is Neural Frame? It's so fun. It, it's so, magic. <laughs> <laughs> Neural Frames will connect you with Nico. He's the founder of Neural Frames. It's a project. He was a physicist. He went to a founder, you know, entrepreneur accelerator thing, and then decided to do Neural Frames about a year ago. Had never built an app. Taught himself front end, middle, back end. What he's created is a very innovative UI for generating video that is audio reactive. People that use it, especially if they have a musical or a video production background, like they're used to a timeline. They get in there because you're prompting it and getting the frames that are generating for your video almost in real time. You can pause it, you can back up, you can change the prompt, you can then let it go a little bit forward and then tie audio reactivity uh, from your stems, from your audio file two different parameters in the video. For example, one of the things I like to do is tie the camera zoom to the kick drum. 
So, so the camera zoom will always be going in a little bit like this, but every time the kick drum hits, it like does a little bit of an acceleration, mm. right? So you can do, cool. you know, anything you, you can imagine with this and it's using the stable diffusion sort of underpinnings, but then this UI magic and some of the uh, model trickery that, that he's an expert on. But for us as users or musicians, we just get this really cool front end where we get this experience of almost like driving the video generation in real time. And so this is how a lot of people create these AI music videos. Neural frames is by far the most popular one because it's, it's unique in that the other video generation tools right now, generally you prompt and then you, it's sort of like the pulling the lottery. You hope you're, you, know, you wait for a while and then you get six seconds. You can't back up. You can't go to like frame whatever and start tweaking the prompt. And neural frame. So how much is it a subscription model? Like how much does it cost on a monthly basis? I think they're, plan starts at I think 15 or 20 bucks a month. There's different tiers and it's limited, I think, by the total number of minutes of video you end oh, up generating. Okay. That makes sense. Because that's really what drives the cost of, of providing the services, um, the GPUs. Great. Thank you for sharing that. And then Runway AI has been on the scene for a while. I think it's like a six-year-old company. I remember hearing some interviews with the founder. What's your experience been like using Runway we have used Runway. My graphic designer is the one who uses Runway more. I like neural frames because I can I can make it go where I want. I can change camera settings. I can change the strength of what I want to change in the imagery. I can there's so many options with neural frames that that's my go-to tool right now. Um, and I can add music from, you know, any music I want to, to that video. Runway, I have to be okay with what it generates mm -hmm. for me um, instead of me controlling what that tool is, is generating. Now, on the outputs, because we do the music video show every week, the submissions we're getting are all over the board. Yes. People are using so many different yes. things, so many different creative workflows and techniques. Mm -hmm. People that are really going for more Hollywood style realism, whether it's anime or characters or photorealism, like runway and those models are incredible mm -hmm. imagery, more natural motion and movement because they're sort of gearing towards that. Whereas Stable diffusion models like Kyber neural frames, you're getting the more hallucinatory <laughs> uh, video, but they just came out with a new model, the Juggernaut. So it's based on, I think it's um, Stable Diffusion SDXL or something like one of the newer Stable Diffusion foundation models. That's the thing about videos. It's, it's getting better so fast. The Juggernaut model just came out two, three weeks ago. It's already an option in neural frames. And you can now like, do things you couldn't do two weeks ago. But like, for example, now you can get a helicopter and have it like stay a helicopter while it's flying through the city and the city stays a city. It's so amazing that even two weeks ago, if you wanted a helicopter flying through the city, like you couldn't do it, now wow. you can. You told me this story about a director friend of yours. Could you tell that again to our audience? Yeah, so it's zero one singularity zero one. He's creating a AI short film called Wings of Peace. He does create short films and gets involved in production work. That's his career, his background. This one he's doing now, which is a seven to 10 minute short film. He said a year ago, this would be a 
one to two year project, you know, one to $3 million. Now I can do it for a couple thousand dollars in three or four weeks. Wow. All this stuff is speeding up. The output's getting more. It's less human input. Just the cost of compute and the human prompter, the spark of imagination, the spark of creativity from the human, I feel. But then the AI can take it. What kind of pushback do you hear, feel from the, the actual human artist community. On Facebook, we get a lot of hate, actually, <laughs> from just like people being upset, like, oh, AI is against humanity and it's taking jobs. In a sense, it does. Would, would this seven to nine minute movie, would it actually be made if he didn't have this like easy AI output? Would he actually have put the one to two years and one to three million dollars into making it if that was the option? Versus now the option, it's always on the cutting edge of where things are, but now it can be done so much quicker. It's like, why wouldn't people take that quicker option now? And who knows if they even would have gone with that big production, big time outlook to, to make a project. We've heard that a lot of the AI art community, artist creator community is getting a lot of negative feedback responses online. We have never had anything negative said in our direction for any of the, the work we've been doing. I think that the real winner here is going to be people that like watching cool video. <laughs> yeah, the consumer. Of, of any kind, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's been the trend in just content in general over the last two decades. I mean, with Netflix coming out and all these other studios trying to compete. And there's just, we have so much content available. How do you get what's cool in front of people? What are the top AI music and video communities where is the community? We have the feeling that it's pretty brand new. Feels like it's really on Twitter. That's where people are posting their videos, posting their projects. Yeah. That's where we hang around. There may be, I'm sure there's others, mm -hmm. right? Like I think a lot of people will be discovering music videos and building their own. Let's uh, start this podcast. You know, AI music video was available on Twitter and AI music video show was available everywhere. So we're like, wow, maybe no one's yeah. done this yet. <laughs> no, it's it's so cool to be a part of uh, this like growing community. But really, you know, it's one to three percent of the population maybe that knows all the details of these things so far. That's why I like running this podcast is to try to get more awareness out there and that it's not a scary thing. It's, it's happening. It's changing, but it's. It's not a scary thing and just be aware of it because it's here and it's only going to get better and faster and more impactful. Tony and Lord, is there other things that we didn't touch on that you would, you want to touch on? Jumping off what you just said, that's also a big part of our motivation for the weekly show is to make emerging technology accessible. Before we did the AI Music Video Show, we spent about two years working on a student scholarship project, a studentreader.io. The whole concept behind that was educational programs for emerging technology. So we were doing things like DAO technology and doing things with digital identity. We really have this ethos just in projects we work on where we want to bring and make more accessible technology that's enabling and empowering to people. We think a music video is something anyone can really immediately kind of wrap their head around. And if they get curious and say, I want to do one of those, then the show kind of shows them that actually you can set up an, a free account with any of these services, Runway, Neural Frames, Kyber, and make six or seven seconds of a music video clip almost immediately. Just try it, right? That's sort of our message. We're trying to like sort of send sub subliminally yeah. and sort of do our part in the, uh, the EACC community, which I sort of feel like I'm a part yeah, of. <laughs> definitely. It is a new niche that has been created, but 
I don't see any reason why it wouldn't just keep growing, at least a permanent fixture in the AI community. It's just a matter of, you know, how good it gets and then, you know, how much into the mainstream it, it goes, but it's certainly going to stay around. We're looking forward to seeing you next Friday at our live watch party. You're welcome to join us in the Discord. Highlight reels come out every Sunday evening and the live 24-7 channel is updated every Sunday night. Great. I'm very excited to join. I need to get that in my calendar. I definitely want to check it out uh, this this Friday. Super excited to be collaborating and partnering on this. I think that you guys are going to crush it and it's going to add a lot of excitement to to our conference and merge these communities. Our founder uh, said something interesting recently how he wants this conference. It's kind of like the indie conference scene, indie AI conference scene, where it's like this open big doors, wide tent, trying to get the creators and builders in the space, along with providing that value of like how to actually implement these tools into your businesses and to enterprise as well. So very excited to be collaborating. Very nice to meet you, Laura and Tony. And let's talk soon. Awesome. Thank you, Chris. Thank you.